Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real life and honest information to help you navigate your relationships, we've got you covered. We've got you covered. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> What's up, Jamie? How are you? Come on. You're not going to let me live it down, are you? Every time you say something, you know I'm going to bring it up. So. The two fingers? i got to catch you off guard. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll fill our guests in about a little bit. So how you doing, girl? I'm good. good. How are you? Just had to just yeah, you wake got it up in me. here. <laughs> I was like on the fence whether I wanted to tell you that story or not, but you know, you always share. You end up sharing with me somehow. I, I do. I so. tell you everything. Yeah. All right. Well, everything good? So, yeah, everything's good. Okay. What's new with you? Um, you know, just flying back here from LA, coming to Sticky Paws to my my second home. So I love yeah. this place. Um, I, I'm excited for our guest today, and just um happy to be here. Where's your so. coffee? Um, drank it already. So mm. I got to switch to water. I was almost thinking, I just told you off air that I was thinking about having a margarita here for the first time. So Travis, all those bottles you have up there of all those, that alcohol and stuff, I was yep. like, I think I might make one today. What about the vodka behind you? Uh, well, Smoke Lab, we're going to be presenting them as well. We're going to have to do a little snippet on you guys. And But this is a, um, a vodka out of India. And it's the first premium vodka done out of India that's brought into the States. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's amazing stuff. It's smooth as hell. And they got two two versions of it. So mm. I'm excited to be uh, one of our new sponsors that we have, actually. Okay, maybe I'm going to start drinking. All right. You hear that, Smoke Lab vodka? <laughs> we are making a believer out of Jamie over here. So... All right, well, should we bring in our guest? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, all right, I'm going to do my intro. Like, uh, this, I hope he likes this one. Our guest today <laughs> loves living life in the fast lane, and I mean that literally. When he's not on his longboard racing downhill on street roads of, up, of speeds of up to 50 to 65 miles per hour, he's living out his dream and sharing his passion with others by creating skateboards at Prism Skate where he's the co-founder and CEO of the company. I mean, this dude's fucking awesome. I want to, he's already a friend of mine right now. <laughs> Please welcome Liam Morgan to the show. Right What's on. up? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. All right. It's a beautiful studio. It was nice to fly in this morning and see you guys and see what you do. Good. Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you. And like, did you? Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, so we've been trying to link for oh, yeah, like long, a while. A long time. Right? Like yeah. it's been over six months. I've been trying to get him on the show, but his schedule's so insane. Yeah. It's, like, I mean, I'm like, wait, where are you going? Like, it's COVID. <laughs> How are you getting over there? <laughs> so he's been like constant on the go. All right. I, I have one question for as we start getting this first of all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something yeah. that I saw this morning when I was doing a little bit more research for on sure. you. You're in a tuxedo, not a tuxedo, a suit uh, in yeah. England. Yep. Obviously, and you're, it, was, it was actually in France, but okay. it's a, I filmed it for a British company. But Okay. But and yes. are you on uh, the Grand Prix or something? Yeah, like one so of I was on a uh, Formula One racing track in Marseille in the south, south of France, and I was shooting a... Uh, an advertisement for a British suit company that sponsors an F1 team. So okay. their original idea was, hey, we want to get you in this like luxury suit and have you get towed by an F1 car. That's that was, what I wanted to know. Right. Okay. So that was the original idea. Um, I think they ran into issues with uh, getting insurance to cover something as risky and kind of gnarly as you know getting towed by an F1 car. Right. So the, the shoot got changed around a little bit. And uh, what ended up happening was I was getting towed by a pretty normal Mercedes, still pretty fast, uh -huh. up to about 70 miles an hour. And I'd let go of the tow rope and then enter these corners on the F1 track and they'd film me from this really nice fancy car. So it's sort of deceptive because I'm right. flying, but the 
track is completely flat so they you know the speed was given to me by a car and then the car left the shot so you answered my question because okay. i was like how the hell is he going that fast yeah and my party was like he's got to be towed but yet he's not holding on anything right. yeah. okay right it yeah it's amazing yeah and it's it was weird because you know as you said in, the, in your very kind and flattering intro usually Thanks, I'm, <laughs> usually i'm flying down hills and so yeah. that was kind of the first time that i was entering these corners at speed that were flat so it, it changed a lot of the skating but Still turned out pretty pretty good. And yeah, it was yeah, amazing. It was a super fun shoot. Travis, uh, yeah. do we have any videos of him? Nope. No. All right. Well, we Liam. got. Yeah. Sorry. We... I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll send some after the fact. I don't know if you can add them in. Well, guys, but... you got to check out Liam Morgan yeah. stuff. Um, and you're doing a lot of stuff for um uh, the company Red. It's called Red Blood Blood uh, Blood Orange. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, Blood yeah, Orange. No okay. worries. And yeah. if you look up at stuff on YouTube, like look, just watch him going downhill. I mean, there's this one where he has. He has like a t-shirt on, I think a helmet, and there's no gloves on him this time. He's yeah. flying down this hill. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's yeah. like, it's insanity. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Try and, uh, you know, I want to make, although this is pretty gnarly what I do and, and a lot of people look at it and they're like, well, that's crazy. I'd never do it. I, uh, yeah, I sort of like to skate and stuff that looks like normal streetwear because I want to make it somewhat accessible to people. You know, you can definitely cover yourself in protective equipment, but it kind of limits your, flexibility okay. and ability to, to skate but it also just looks sort of weird there's guys that wear full leather motorcycle suits and these big helmets and while that's definitely safer than what i do it um yeah it just doesn't doesn't look like the everyday person could do it so, got it yeah there's a well i don't for... think anything you do looks like <laughs> anything that the everyday person yeah, can yeah do. well maybe i need to start releasing a little bit more chill videos so we can no. up our sales getting more people, <laughs> more people into the into the sport but I'm, you yeah know, what I'm, well, after me watching i was a fan i was like longboard how do i get on this thing <laughs> yeah. am i too we got we got one there we can go find some i actually and... clean the wheels because i like to keep it looking pretty but it's um oh, nice. in the back it's in the back of my car but i yeah. i don't do it as cool as well we got to get you we got to get you i mean I you're mean, a pretty extreme person you were just talking about lobs you know diving uh, for lobsters that would scare me you're what seems like an incredibly talented shooter so i'm sure you'd have no problem thanks. picking up uh bombing hills i brought it to beverly hills with me okay um i was with my friend um went down a hill, ate shit. Oh, really? And, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, had I don't big, know if you told me about this. Yeah, I had the big scab on my knee. I had a photo shoot oh. the next day. They were so pissed. They oh, had man. To, it was like, yeah, uh, oh, and then I had a video and they're like, Jamie. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's hard to edit, edit, yeah, out edit scabs out. in, yeah. in so, video. Yeah. 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 You but, recovered, okay. Yeah, I was good. I yeah. mean, but I was just, the whole time I was like envisioning like, this was like the bunny hill and he's on black. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know right. how. <laughs> I appreciate that. Unbelievable. But, yeah. So speaking of which, so, um, not and then I just couldn't turn. No, yeah. I couldn't stop. Yeah. Like I'm like, but then difficult... I was watching and you, but I yeah, just... you kind of throw the board sideways and like a snowboard. You know what else I noticed mm -hmm. after he sent the board? Cause I felt like, I feel like I'm always like pretty athletic until I got on this. Mm -hmm. And I tried to squat down like you. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So I thank you guys for wearing these. Yeah. Every day of my life, <laughs> my feet don't. Oh yeah, they're not. My so it's flat. A yeah. Dorsey flex or okay. whatever. Okay. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but mine is so tight because I'm constantly on my toes. Yeah. So when I'm flat-footed and then try and squat, my body doesn't like it. Maybe it you need to try riding the board in heels. You oh know, my god, that'd be the, so cool! Yeah. I could. You'd be I one mean, of the first, I think. 
I would she's, definitely she's try bold it. in heels. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I, I can it. run in them, shoot yeah, in I them. Yeah, I think I saw a video of you doing like some close quarters training Probably. in heels. Because I feel like was... I'm going to train in these because mm-hmm. this is what I'm in every day, yeah. so I might as well train yeah. in them. So anytime I get on the range and I'm flat footed, at the end of the day, my feet hurt so bad. Oh wow! From being yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. in my yeah. yeah. He's probably right though. It might feel better actually. Yeah, it might be more used to it. I just it might be a little hard to push off. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Well, but. get a toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get a toe. So, <laughs> 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 All right, what's yeah. the, what's okay, the, the inside? Oh, we got to get Oh, my God. Foot. Okay, so actually you tell it because I can't even say it because it's so disgusting to me and I'm still traumatized. <laughs> so in a previous episode, she admitted, and I'm sorry I had to bring it up because that's the last yeah. one we shot. Um, a previous episode, she goes, so there's this guy that she was talking to. Um, you know, they were, the com- conversation was great. You know, yeah. they really, they'd spoken a, a few times. A week, okay. All through, she goes, well, great conversation. This guy might be pretty good maybe to go out with. Yeah. Finally, he, on one of the calls, he finally, oh, was it a text you said? No, or was it a we call? we were talking on the phone before bed. Oh, so he goes, hey, can you um stick your two fingers in your in your mouth and then put them in your, you know. But mm. he said the word, yeah. like okay. the P word. Right. Okay. So aggressive. And yeah, I was that's... like, whoa. Right. Like, so not it's... that. <laughs> so now. I was so caught off guard. I was like, uh, No. Right. So I figured I'd come in today and catch her off guard yeah, again yeah, and see if okay. she remember the whole okay. thing. Yeah, did. so now he just keeps yeah, would... two-fingering me. <laughs> <laughs> and I know exactly what he's talking about yeah, when he does yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, that is pretty yeah. aggressive. That's bold for a, yeah. a good night FaceTime. I, feel Do, like. I mean, would you ever talk like that? Uh, I mean, it depends on circumstances. <laughs> right. I, I think like after what sounds like just a weekend of right. talking to someone, probably not. That seems a little a little forward. Bold, right? a little yeah. forward mm-hmm. yeah. But it depends. I, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't say yes or no. I mean, it's like it's, I don't. You're. I feel like you have. I'm not saying that this person is not classy, of but I can't ever see you. Like it, it wasn't even like the right moment. It was so right. out of left field that right. I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" I was just coming from like a heavy day. Oh, and then he apologizes <clears throat> the next day, which I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Mm-hmm. You know, like we all not a big deal like maybe gonna brush it off maybe not like i'm not really sure and then follows up with like a facetime video that says actually that now that i've thought about it like you know that's how i felt and i'm not really like sorry that i said it and, and i'm like whoa like this is yeah too much yeah, yeah i just had to like, well, at least he's stuck to his guns yeah like, you know yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah not my cup of tea yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't blame like maybe after like a while like i haven't even met you in person right oh i mean oh yeah then i that's haven't even met him in person that's true yeah i would too. not be probably saying something like that but yeah, i mean different strokes for different folks this is oh, why and then he said i thought he go, he told me i thought you wanted that i was just trying to help you right because you had a, had a hard day you were mm. trying to help me yeah. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> All right. I mean, Liam, come on, be honest. It's like we, as as guys, we sometimes have this vision of what when we're looking at. Go. What if I just throw this out there to see how they react? Sure. It's, so he was trying to see how you would react. Test, That's a little aggressive. Yeah. yeah right. Test it. I, I I hear what you're yeah. saying. You because know, you if they wanna... say yes, and it's right. like, oh, like, it's oh, more. Right. You know, yeah. And he's like, all right. But then, but then, but, would he be able to how to know how to finish it off? Because sometimes you throw it out there and they go. Okay, I'll do it. They're like, holy shit, I was, I was no. not ready for that. Yeah, yeah it doesn't, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. the risk on that one would not be worth the reward, in my mind. Yeah, like, yeah. right. You know, that's pretty aggressive. It was, it was pretty, pretty aggressive, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But I know what you mean. Test, no. you always want to test the waters a little bit. At least say, what are you doing first, or like lead up to maybe yeah, like... Yeah, just a yeah. cold open just like a, that. That's is, a huge opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this guy, like, well, but at least he backed it up the mm. next day. So I'm, I'm 
I'm so he's it. we're no no more with this guy. He's oh, not no, having no, more. No. Okay. <laughs> nope. Gotcha. It'd be like you going down a hill all of a sudden going, shit, let me see if I'm gonna do this turn and yeah, then kind of uh, bail out of it. Yeah. You gotta stick with it. Yeah, right, so, right, right. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's okay. You know. It's okay. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's next on your agenda? What's what's going on with you right now? Um give, yeah, give her, so, let's start with your background. Give everyone your background sure, on how yeah. you got into skating. And, yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, I had a I had a family friend that was really into this very niche type of skateboarding, mm-hmm. bombing hills um, at a high rate of speed. And he's a bit older than me, lives up in Canada, was working for a, a skateboard company up there, came down to visit my family when I was about 13 years old, um, left me with a pretty nice, high-performance downhill skateboard. Nice. And that's sort of, you know, it's, it was all downhill from there. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I really got into it. I, I kind of latched on to this, uh, this hobby. And, um, yeah, that was when I was 13 years old. And I think by the time I was 15 or 16 was when I made my first paycheck from from skateboarding as a, as a professional okay. skateboarder so oh, shit. so yeah. you went pro after two years yeah a couple wow. of years doing it and a lot of that i have to you know i can't give credit all to myself was just being lucky you know right place right time kind of meeting the right people a lot of this industry is i'm sure like firearms about connections yeah. and, and knowing the right people and um yeah so I, I skateboarded professionally throughout high school um and then graduated high school when i was 18 and was still making pretty good money doing it and was like, hey, I don't, don't really feel like going to college. You know, there's, there seems like there's a decent future in this. I, yeah. I much prefer traveling around the world and, and skateboarding, making videos and hanging out with my friends. So um, I did that until I was, I was skateboarding professionally until I was about 23 or 24. Um, and then, you know, sort of realized, hey, this this uh, this career is not lifelong, right? You can't skateboard professionally right. forever. I'm going right. to unfortunately get old or get injured. There's always some 12 year old that's coming out skating better than you. So, um, and I, and I wanted to give back more to the, to the skateboarding world. So that's when I, uh, I had a couple partners, a couple friends that I had met uh, in the industry and we decided to start Prism Skate Co. in, I believe it was about 2015 that's when great. the brand launched. Um, so I've been doing Prism since then. And then in 2018, 19 i bought uh two other skateboard brands oh, uh, in the downhill space that's blood amazing. orange which you mentioned yeah being one right. of them okay and then uh caliber trucks being the other which are the white trucks on jamie's board there so right now yeah i have three different brands and they kind of cover all the components of a skateboard the, the board the trucks the wheels um yeah and that's that's what i've been doing the last few years and that's that's what i plan to keep doing so when you ask what's next is just kind of growing growing those brands and you know, I, I have these uh, great team of riders now, these sponsored skaters. Right. It's, it's cool to kind of see it come for full circle. I was a sponsored skater, and now I sponsor these younger guys that are getting to travel and make videos. So, um, yeah, in terms of, like, the immediate future, we just uh, hired a couple new team riders, uh, one of which is very into, like, the racing competition mm-hmm. side of downhill skateboarding, um, and that kind of even smaller niche of downhill skateboarding is uh, set to be in the Olympics in the next few years. Um, so that's pretty that's exciting. Huge. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's huge. It should be big for the sport. And it's awesome that we can partner up with a rider that we may see in the Olympics. Um, and What's then his name? His name's Owen Fox. Okay. Yeah, he's really, really cool. Young, I think he's about 21 years old uh, from the East Coast, lives in Santa Barbara now. Um, but we're working on uh, a pro model board for him. So oh, a board wow. that he gets to you know, design the shape, have input on the graphic, mm. um, and that'll be out in the next couple months. Um, and then we're also working with a female 
team rider. It will be our, our first female team rider, and she's also going to get a uh, pro model board. So that, that'll be really cool. And so, will she design it too? So it'll yeah, be like modeled after? Totally. What? What, how, exactly. Like how she likes her boards to ride. Yeah. So it'll be her shape. And she's in. The, it's awesome to see these young skaters like in the wood shop, you know, designing their, their board and having input on the graphic and working with the artist to make it look the way that they really want it That's to. That's amazing. So, yeah, it's That's cool. So cool. And then yeah. this board, did mm-hmm. you design this one? Yeah, this one um, was a, a collaboration with an artist named Davey, um, who did the graphic and then myself and another couple of people did the did the shape and the, the mold of the board, which is kind of the, the curvatures of it and the way that it actually feels. So yeah. Okay. Do the specs stay the same usually though? The length? Um, It varies quite Mm -hmm. a bit, actually. I think we have in our like performance downhill lineup, we have right now five different boards. And then with these people, it will become seven and they'll range, I mean, from like chest height to knee height. So so quite a bit. Um, And it's really personal preference and also the kind of style of downhill skateboarding that you're doing. So if you're racing down the hill, like this guy, Owen, that we're making the board for, He's actually on quite a small, narrow board. It, okay. it looks even smaller than a normal like trick skating or street skating board. Interesting. Um, and then the board that I prefer to ride is much bigger and wider. Um, yeah, it's all just kind of personal preference. Mm. And yeah. then have you guys ever gone like toe to toe? I uh, no, that's a good question. I I you know it's funny I do. Uh, because I'm the one organizing the trip. Sometimes I get <laughs> yeah. to, I put myself on the trips and I'll go and, and film with these, these team riders that I sponsor now. And I, I try and keep up and skate with them and it's, it's futile, you know, these, <laughs> really? these kids. Yeah. I mean, uh, some, in some areas I can hang, but these, you know, these 18, 19, 20 year old kids still are so young. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't feel that way, but thank you. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, sure. how old are you? Uh, 27. Okay. Yeah. You're still, you're I like that you take like, that belly. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, <it's> like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Because yeah, I didn't enter my sport until like way later on. So right. like JJ started shooting <clears throat> at like 13 in the Philippines and like wow. a lot of like the world champion shooters, they've been shooting all their life. And right. then I like pop in the game, like in my late thirties, like, yeah, I can do this. Right. So right. Too late to learn shoot, though. That's shooting the thing, like though. level five matches. I mean, yeah. I'm not winning, yeah. but, um, but, you're in there. Level, but I'm there Is, like competing. Are there like, uh, competitive shooters that are super young, like 18, 19 years old oh my that gosh. are blowing old people yeah, out of the water. Yeah, so there's one that we brought over from the, well, I didn't bring him over, but um, he, so I remember this kid when he was like 16 years old because he would train with JJ. So I remember seeing him in the Philippines shooting and I'm like, holy shit, when he turns 18, he's going to literally dominate wow. the sport. Yeah. And JJ's training him and guess what? He's freaking here now. Okay. So he yeah. is now, his name's bro. He's in the States and he's just eating everyone alive. Like the skill and the way he just dominates the sport. You watch him in your mouth. Is like yeah. whoa. Yeah. So that's right. that's a good question going off of that then. Yeah. Um so Mike, well, I guess you were talking about kids you sponsored. Sure. What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Like what do you see in the person or how do they do they approach you or you just know them already? Yeah, that's how a are great... you like I want to sponsor this athlete? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So um yeah, I'd say that in terms of what we're looking for, I say that it's always kind of a mix of three things. And you don't have to be perfect at each one, but it's you know, your raw talent or skill as a skateboarder, what you can do on the board. You know, is it is it gonna be is it uh, pushing the limits. Is it kind of next level? We're looking for, for that. And then, um, and this is in no particular order. Um, two is we want the person to be cool, right. And, and relatable and and someone that we want to travel with, but more importantly than that, someone that, 
you know, uh, is good in their community of other skateboarders okay. is, is a positive influence, not a, you know, cocky fucking douche. Yeah. Um, someone that's fun to hang out <laughs> right. with, fun to skate with, can relate to someone that's maybe completely new to the sport and also to the experts. Okay. Um, and then the third kind of thing is, you know, I, I say this kind of unfortunately sometimes, but but knowledge and, and uh, awareness on social media and mm, marketability. Uh, marketability. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you need that's to have. Me. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you, you know, pro better than anyone. You need to have. Yep. The way that brands work and operate these days, you know, we're, we are running a business. We, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, we have to sell product. And if you're not helping us do that, then um, it's hard to argue the value of you on our team. So a lot of these guys that we, guys and gals that we work with, they're really nailing all three. You know, they're That's super right. cool people, super talented skaters and are totally marketable and, and kind of can market themselves on their own social media um, yeah. platforms. So, That's um, and then in terms of finding them, um, it is a, you know, it's a small enough, kind of niche of skateboarding that really I I know most of the people out there that are going to be kind of worth worth sponsoring on but on the off chance um, especially internationally we've had riders mm. I just got a cold Instagram message uh, from a, a rider in China who is like blowing my mind and already riding our product so already excited about the brands and had super minimal requests for what he what he wanted to, to ride for us and i said hey yeah let's do it we'll, we'll send you a box oh, box of product so yeah. it's a mix of both okay. generally if, yeah to answer your question i know these people but sometimes they, they come out of nowhere and they hit me up so um the the gentleman from china sure. is he someone that you would potentially like fly out and it could be this guy actually um so the the brands that i run we our history and, and my background is all in downhill skateboarding but we also focus and market our products to another kind of style of longboarding um, which is very popular in europe and asia and starting to gain popularity here called longboard freestyle and dance okay. so it happens on these really long boards and people aren't going down hills they're just doing kind of boardwalking I've and seen these, that. yeah really beautiful Some girls, girls. Okay. yeah it's very yeah. popular with girls and that's what i think so rad is downhill unfortunately can be kind of a, a boys club and uh, we're getting more and more girls into into the sport and, and i think that's awesome but we've seen so much growth with females in longboard freestyle and dance um and that's that's rad as long as they're getting on a board yeah that's, that's what we like so yeah um, yeah, this rider from China, he's uh, a freestyle and dance uh, guy, mm. and he does this beautiful, very uh, choreographed, talented boardwalking and, and kind of tricks on the board. Um, and we have a whole team of those riders that are predominantly in Europe and Asia. So we, if we were going to fly him somewhere, it probably wouldn't be to the, to the States because we don't have many riders here that do right. that. But we have a lot of riders in, in Europe and other parts of Asia, and there's some big competitions in Europe for that style of riding. Okay. So. That's yeah. wonderful. That's, That's really amazing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I gotta yeah. check that out. I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, know. it's yeah, it should. It's beautiful. So wow. Cool. So you were so yeah. you were turned professionally set around sixteen. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen, I think is when I made like my first paycheck. Okay. Know? So, so between the real. Four, 13, 14, sure. 15 age, trials and errors for you. Like, how did you just say, you know, I'm going for this? And like and by the way, coming going from skateboarding to going downhill, how did that transition happen for you? Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I kind of grew up around skateboards, mm -hmm. riding in skate parks and stuff like that. I had friends that were into that style of skating. So I was kind of familiar on a board already a okay. little bit, but by no means talented in a, in a skate park or, uh, but yeah, so I had this, this family friend drop off this, this board, this downhill longboard. And, you know, this is kind of, I don't want to sound like you know i'm not that old but this is sort of pre-instagram mm. youtube was like kind of a thing 
I didn't know anyone else that was into this style of skating. All my friends rode their boards in the skate park, but right. I had this like downhill board. I wanted to figure <laughs> out how to use it. Um, luckily I lived in close proximity to some real hills. So I figured that's the best place to start. So I kind of just started going into these hills by myself and figuring it out. And then looking at the bottom of the board, there's all these stickers all over it. And I would, you know, type those names in online, find, you know, maybe some photos or videos Nowadays, you know, you go on Instagram, it's everywhere. There's tutorials on YouTube. Okay. You, can, yeah. even, okay. you can even join classes and groups that teach you how to downhill skateboard, get, get uh, lessons. That wasn't really available to me or I didn't know how to find it. Um, so, yeah, just going out to the hills and kind of making it happen by myself. My parents were super supportive. They would That's drive right. me up there. My mom would, like, cover her eyes while <laughs> following behind me. Um, and then eventually, like, quite literally was just started running into other people in, out in the hills that were doing a similar sort of thing and found this community and and uh and it really it was small super small when i started doing it and it reached a kind of a peak and a boom around 2014 it was huge and that's kind of the height of my pro skating career was okay. 2014 i was getting to travel all around the world and make decent money yeah. and um it's had you know skateboarding since its inception has been very up and down, it's kind of based on trends and uh, you know what kids are into. So it kind of the popularity comes and goes. But yeah, was there anyone that you looked up to when totally. you first started skating? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, a lot of just older guys in my neighborhood, or or you know, I, I grew up in Oakland, California, so a pretty big you know city, and okay. there was enough a, a handful of older guys that were doing it semi professionally or professionally that already had sponsors. So I was just like looking up to these dudes so hard um and yeah and then eventually you know got sponsored by some of the companies that they were working for because of that connection with them and then traveling with them going on these road trips where i was you know probably the youngest person by 10 years or something like that <laughs> so there's definitely i looked up to them in, in lots of ways and maybe some ways that i shouldn't have you know they were they were adults living their lives you know partying and stuff like that um but yeah. So what, did you get into like um, drinking at a young age because yeah, of that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was wondering if that was going to uh, come up. But yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was thinking that because I go, well, who else could be that bold to go to an hill? <laughs> right. right. And totally. then you're traveling in other countries where like drinking, drinking. is yeah, like, that's right. it's just the norm. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So that that uh, that definitely has been a, actually a, a thing that I've had to navigate throughout my entire life and my adult life. But yeah, I started you know, going on these trips when I was 15, 16 without parental supervision. Yeah. So I was, you know, drinking beers with the, with the older guys and yeah, traveling to, to Europe or to Canada or Puerto Rico or Mexico, you know, I was, it, no one's carding you walking into a bar. <laughs> yeah. So I was like 16 at the bar with these 30 year old dudes, like trying to keep up with them. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been difficult and I've struggled with, with drinking too much at times in my life. And actually now I've, I haven't had a drink in a, in a few years. So oh, good for you. That's great. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty, pretty nice. I mean, you know, skateboarding and, and substances, they unfortunately go hand in hand and it is, it is kind of the norm to abuse them and, and drink too heavily. And, um, you think that's kind of the, the cool thing to do because all the older guys are doing yeah. it and that's definitely what I did. But man, at the end of the day, you're drinking heavy like that all the time It affects your performance on the board and then getting into, you know, running these businesses and trying to run businesses and party all the time. It just wasn't working for me. And some people can do it and not have a problem with it. And to yeah. those people have at it. Yeah. I, I wish I could do that, but right. um, yeah, that's definitely a, a struggle. And hopefully, hopefully that doesn't stay a thing forever. You know, I, I think 
Uh, one thing that I try and instill in my team riders when we go on these team trips now is uh, we went to Puerto Rico recently and I had a bunch of guys that wouldn't be able to drink here, but in Puerto Rico they could Mm -hmm. drink. And I said, Hey, go out and have fun, party, learn that, you know, but be here tomorrow at 10. We're, we're getting down to business. We're filming. Don't show up too hungover. And so I try and, you know, I don't, yeah, I want to be a good influence, but also not control their right. experience. That, I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's it's amazing. A it's a good mentor. Yeah. It's a good, it's just mm-hmm. being like, you have the experience behind you to at least know. And, and by the way, kudos to you in the first place Thanks. for like knowing, like you have a path, you know, yeah. you know your path. Most people can be on a path, but are just unsure. But you always seem like you've had a vision and yeah. the vision's probably Appreciate way that. more important than everything else. Yeah, so you. that's, that's concluded. And then even that. at your age mm-hmm. yeah, to totally. like make the decision um, you know, to invest in your sobriety yeah. and still like run a successful business. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, uh, I sometimes feel like it's a, a blessing and a curse, right? Like on one hand I was able to figure it out young, which is awesome. Like, yeah. so that's uh, years saved continuing to drink and spend money and be hungover and not make the business as successful as possible. Mm-hmm. But you know, on the other side, on the other hand, it's kind of now something that I think about all the time, right? Like, Oh my, you know, I got to not, drinks so you know sometimes they say like ignorance is bliss i wish sometimes i just yeah. didn't pay attention to it but definitely for my personal health the business health i'm glad i figured it out young do you um feel like every day you it's a battle to say no mm, that's a great question it's become less and less so that way okay. you know first six months for sure because yeah. I, I built not built my life around it but it's so ingrained in skateboarding culture and right. even the business of skateboarding you know going to meetings and um, going to trade shows it's like heavy drinking all yeah. the time so um definitely yeah first few months i was like thinking about alcohol and drinking like every <laughs> 30 seconds but now yeah. days will go by i go on these trips i see my team riders drinking i have no interest in doing that so that's, that's really cool. Easier. Yeah, yeah, I think cool. so too. Yeah, yeah. But especially since you know, like, if you look at me, you know the pitfalls. Obviously, right, so right. Like, I'm not going to get back yeah, to that thing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's helpful so. when I go on these trips and we wake up the next morning. All these dudes are like on the hill puking their puking their brains like out, and I'm like, "Woo, I'm ready to go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, like yeah. ten steps ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For so sure. he yeah. can take those young kids. See, he can yeah, yeah, take exactly. Them. I just got to take them out to the club the night before, and then I might be able to beat them. Yeah, yeah. That's the secret right there. Yeah. Oh my god. So how's the dating? life Liam what's going on yeah that's a good question I think that actually you know I tried I, I you know I'm obviously I knew that the title of the podcast so I knew <laughs> I had to come up with something to say and um you know I think sobriety kind of plays into that a little bit and that's been a big part for me so for like you know most of my adult life majority of my adult life so far I've been dating while using and abusing mm-hmm. substances and that as you would imagine it doesn't give you the clearest picture of what you want in other people but more importantly what you what you want for yourself, right. you know? So I think it's kind of a bummer, but I, yeah, these, you know, last like eight or nine years of my life, I feel like the dating, my dating history doesn't really count for anything because I wasn't in complete control of, of myself or what I wanted. So dating is almost like a, a new thing to me now because I'm kind of freshly sober. I've, you know, I've been sober for a couple of years. So okay. Yeah, really, I sort of feel new to it and still figuring out what I want. Um, Looking at it through a different lens now. Yeah, right. Like before, you know, I was like dating whoever and giving my time. You know, I'm a busy dude and was giving my time to whoever and dating whoever. And I look back and, you know, I learned some stuff and definitely had some fun. But really, I look at it as kind of a waste of time. So I'm trying to date a little more 
intentionally okay. now, I guess you oh, could okay. say. I yeah. like that. I like it. Yeah, like yeah. date someone that's good for me and for my lifestyle, you know. I don't want to date someone that's partying all the time. I want to date someone that's that's driven and has ambitions and goals, whether it be in their personal life or professional life. Um, so yeah, I guess since I've been sober, I've had one, you know, serious, committed, monogamous relationship. Um, didn't last super long. Unfortunately, I really liked the girl, but right. Um, there was some long distance involved. She had a, a busy life. And I think, you know, without going too much into her personal life, some, some issues that she had to work on okay. where, where I felt like I've really, you know, last couple of years, I really worked on myself, getting sober, going to therapy and stuff like that. I <laughs> yeah. felt ready to date where I don't think she was quite there. Um, so yeah. And then since then I've, I've been single, you know, so dating, dating around definitely when my, okay. when my schedule allows it. Um, yeah. Do you feel like, um, since there were things where she couldn't meet you that you could maybe help her get there? Yeah. I think for, you know, the first three or four months, I, there was kind of clear issues on her end that, that we both sort of identified and it was great that she identified those issues. She wasn't in denial about them. Yeah. And I said, Hey, let's like, I really, you know, I really like you and I really care about you and I want to keep dating you. Let's like work on those things together. Like if it means doing even couples therapy. I know that might sound a little weird after only a few months of dating, but I really like this person and I wanted to, you wanted to invest. Yeah. In right. And right. so, um, so I kind of made, I felt like I made suggestions on how those, some of those things could be fixed or corrected or, you know, helped. And, uh, it was just hard to get her there. You know, so people need to need to want to right. change. And they got to right? get there on their own time. Too. Right. So. Like I, I wasn't yeah. there. I was there to help, but not right. to force. But so. I like the fact that you like at your age, especially like, man, you're guys, years of bonus, years <laughs> right? beyond your age right now. I mean, just For the sure. way that you think and stuff. I mean, just coming to the, all these conclusions and these like new enlightened things. Like, right. That's something that's going to take you farther in life. You yeah. know, like mm -hmm. you're going to, when that. you meet someone, it's like you already have the tools to deal with things, right. to communicate better and do stuff anyway. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. And at 27, I was probably so like i don't know fuck i don't know what the yeah. fuck i want to do you know i mean i did but not in that sense i was like yeah. oh, like one of like my 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 wife my, yeah. my ex-wife she literally goes when she first met me and i was um i think 31 at the time mm -hmm. she goes we were on a plane going to visit her dad and she goes first time visiting right she goes so where do you see yourself in five years i was like i don't fucking know five years <laughs> i mean jesus like i'm just having a good time yeah, right i don't now. know what i'm doing tomorrow she got so mad <laughs> yeah. at me she goes you need to think about that she goes i cannot Ooh. believe it. No. and i was like I, I don't, but it makes you think though. Yeah. Like, but you're, you're already thinking ahead like that where like, I mean, yeah. and it's, it's a good thing. Though. It, it is that. a good thing. Yeah. Cause most guys were on a path where, why do you girls say when we're in our late thirties or forties, that's when we're finally getting our shit together. Right. But you're on a very good path right now. So I appreciate, I appreciate that too. I think probably it's, you know, if we'd been having this conversation like four years ago, right. it would have been like so far the opposite. I think I spent, you know, these good like eight years of my early adult life completely saying fuck. Right. And but so, that's okay because so we like, would have looked at you at like 23, 24. You'd be like, oh, that's normal. Right, right, right. He's just in the fine, you're, right. you're, in, that per, you're yeah. in that perfect sweet spot to right. be that way, right. you know, which totally. is acceptable. Yeah, Unfortunately, sure. we would you say know what, it's though, acceptable. I don't yeah. like the five-year plan question. Yeah. I get that a lot. Right. And it literally drives me crazy and I won't even answer it because... Who's to say? I can't even tell you where I'm going to be in a year. And if I would have done that, I feel like it's it's limiting. Like Agreed. my potential. Yeah. Like I would yeah. have never envisioned myself shooting competitively. Right. Like that was never part of my plan, but it was right. an opportunity that presented itself and I, I took it. And I agree with you. Like that was my thought process. But looking back on the years, she's the one that actually set my tone of who I am today. Like the, all mm. that stuff is still mm. in me. I'm still what you, you talk about. Yeah. I think what she wanted to know is like, 
am I, am I serious about something? You know, what right. do I, am right. I serious about one thing? Right. And I was like, I don't know. I'm still a mom. I'm partying. I'm whatever, whatever. But I, but she's solidified who I am today. Like right. I'm grounded, but right. yet I'm still, I like to have fun. Yeah. I'm just more grounded. What yeah. are you, what is one thing you're serious about? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking podcast. Yeah. Tell you that much. <laughs> so no, um, you know, just like, just, I mean, just taking, um, my own personal life more just business wise and things like that because mm, and okay. and sticking sticking through with something yeah. you know like there's like i've done so many things in my life and I, like even with girlfriends it's like okay i've dated this girl for a year or i've done this job for like a year but i wanted to make sure i stuck with something and i feel like it's helped me to actually be more grounded in following things through yeah. that's the most important thing so <laughs> i'm good at that too <laughs> so, that i can practice stick to too. so guys you definitely have to watch this youtube over the audio of this because this is fucking hilarious. So <laughs> Jamie's throwing out these signals and no, shit. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Liam saw it. You yeah, can yeah, see yeah, it, right? Yeah. All right. Anyway. So, by the way, all right. So, um, and there's something I wanted to say before sure. we get back to too much more stuff, and we're going to get into our episode for the day, which okay. will be perfect for you. Oh, okay. Um, we haven't even started. <laughs> okay. Yeah, by yeah, right. cool, yeah. cool, cool. He's like, what the I fuck? I love <laughs> the fact that you bought out Red Orange. Like you said, oh, yeah, you, yeah. They, were, they were sponsored mm. by them. And did you have it in line going, you know, like sometimes your kid's like, Ooh, one day I'm going to actually buy these people out and they're going to be my company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mm. a great question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I was close always with the the original founder and owner of, of the brands. Um, and this guy owned Caliber and Blood Orange. So it was pretty, pretty nice. It was kind of, I bought them as a package okay. deal. Um, but yeah, I had a close relationship with the owner and the founder riding for them for, uh, you know, several years as a pro skater. And he always told me, oh, you know, you'll be in charge of these brands one day. Like, I, I'm not going to do this skateboard stuff forever. I'm going to want someone to take them over. And I was always like, oh, this guy's blowing smoke up my ass. <laughs> like, there's no way that I, you know, I, I haven't gone to college. I, I didn't get a business degree. I, I'd have not the first clue about running these brands, you know. But as I kind of, uh, yeah, position myself into more of a, a business role in, in the companies, um, I kind of felt like, hey, this might be a possibility. And um, it happened pretty fast. I think I had stepped back from professional skateboarding started prism and was only doing that for a couple of years okay. before i started or decided to buy blood orange and, and caliber but yeah when i did it was it felt very full circle and very right like okay. i had had so much history with these brands i really even if i didn't get the college business degree i, I felt like i knew them and knew knew what to do with them and right. um, i wanted to give them my own kind of touch and flavor you know as a as a as a pro skater. And I think that's given them some good credibility. The, the original owner, he's a, he's a great stand-up dude. He taught me a lot about business. Um, but he wasn't a, you know, he didn't have a background in professional skateboarding. So I okay. felt like, Hey, I might be able to kind of take these brands somewhere else or get them, you know, some additional respect being a, you know, kind of having them be skater owned and operated. Um, so yeah, I think also when looking for team riders to, to work for the brands, that's some good credibility. They say, hey, at least my boss is going to have been in my shoes mm -hmm. and, and know, know what the process is like, know okay. what my career is like. So yeah, it was, it was cool. Do they all link up? Like does one do red orange and the other one do prism or do you like, do you want to package them all? Together um, yeah, they're the kind of, they're sort of intentionally separate brands. So like okay. prisms, the boards, blood orange is the uh, wheels mm -hmm. and the caliber is the trucks. And you know, we each have different customers and clients and uh, each have their own kind of brand identity. So Got they're, it. they're kept pretty separate. I mean, if you're, if you're in the know and, and a, you know, diehard downhill skater, you'll, you'll know that they're owned by me or okay. by, at least by the same person. Um, you know, our, our media is all 
similar looking probably even though we try and keep it separate so yeah okay all right so someone that's not particularly into like the downhill skating yep. could they still buy wheels from you for yeah. like a board that like tony hawk would trick on sure yeah 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 no, no that's a great that's a great question yeah we try and make uh, or we do we make uh equipment that's that's uh you know can be used by anyone so prism um you know although we make these super high performance downhill boards that are meant for racing down the hills um we also make complete lines of boards uh that you could you know buy off the shelf at your zoomies uh, mall skate shop or or local skate shop and buy it there and and put it on the ground and skate it having never touched a board before and, and that board would be set up right for you and then same with the wheels we make all different types of wheels. Most of them are catered towards downhill skateboarding, but we make hard wheels that you could put on a on a Tony Hawk style <laughs> board. No, 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 that's great. Uh, and so, yeah, so we, we try and make products for for everyone, all skill levels, all disciplines. Yeah. How can long? You, sorry. Can you do tricks too? I yeah yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't want to <laughs> like show them off on on Instagram or anything. But I can you know I'm definitely can ride around a skate park, do some do some tricks. I'm not like. You know, there's a reason I was never sponsored for that type of skateboarding, but I definitely have fun with it. It's a good way to kind of keep your skills diverse. And yeah, yeah. I thought you were asking him tricks on downhill because watching you a few times, you like switch footed and went like this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought right that to be honest, that's a trick in itself. I feel like downhill skating is a million times harder than just doing and I'm not a skateboarder so don't freaking come get me guys. <laughs> then um, doing tricks in a skate park because I mean you could fucking die falling off that yeah. like at the speeds that you're going and then yeah. just like taking those corners. I'm like, dude, he could have fell off the mountain yeah. <laughs> or like, I mean, I'm assuming they closed down the roads, but then again, there's times where I'm like, they don't because I see cars coming. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time we're not closing down the, down the roads, but yeah, to kind of, kind of touch on what you said, I think there's, there's definitely, definite risk in in both right. genres like you can you can fuck yourself up at a skate park you know yeah. you're not wearing a helmet yeah. you slip you fucking knock yourself out give yourself brain bleeding whatever um but it seems like yeah there's definitely more death in in downhill skateboarding unfortunately there's been you know i, I know people that have passed away uh, bombing down hills getting into collisions with cars yeah. or going off the road or whatever so yeah, it's it's a it's a high risk, uh, serious uh, sport. But yeah. I also, you know, I think it should be said that you can make it as chill as you want. You know, you can start on a mellow hill with in a parking lot with no cars around. You know, and kind of be as safe as you as you can be, and kind of work up to skating these <laughs> car filled open roads that that we skate regularly. How yeah. did you get over the fear yeah. of not knowing what's on the other side? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I was saying right before we kind of started rolling that it, it you know, that fear it's not around anymore, right? Like it it, it was definitely there when I started okay. and just kind of getting comfortable with your board, getting comfortable with speed you know, repetition, skating the same road. So you learn the, learn the corners, learn where the, the imperfections in the road are, um, learn where the driveways are, where a car might pull out on okay. you or whatever. That definitely helps. But yeah, now I, uh, it feels like it's probably one of the only times that my mind like fully shuts itself off. You That's know, it's so when I'm bombing down the hill, it feels calm. Um, and you know, definitely, well, if you get close to a car, have a super close call, that'll, that'll get my heart rate up. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but yeah, the fear was just, I guess, a lot of practice. And, and I think, you know, the, the types of people that it attracts, you got to have something 
maybe not all your wires are connected <laughs> up there because it definitely attracts a certain type of person. Right. Yeah. That's I how was, I feel about shooting. Yeah, sure. Like I can, my brain shuts off and I can literally be in that space. and Right. And Even though not, things are like exploding yeah. and you're moving yeah, but fast, it's, but it's so, it's right. It's so like calming to me and I'm in my own world. Right. But this is and what I, I love about people off. who yeah. are great at their craft and their whatever, whether it be a sport or, or, or like work or whatever it is, um, high executive. It's just like mm. when you're in that zone, as they call it like that, we're not. Mm-hmm. Nothing phases you anymore because you're so comfortable in your space and you understand it so well. Yep. You know, it's like me being a tennis pro. It's like I'm on the court. And I can run. Like there's things that I do on the court where people are just like, what the hell? And I'm like, it's nothing to me. You know, right. where everybody else is on the other side, they're stressed out. I'm just like, I'm just so calm and just so peaceful. You know, yeah. it's just like it's we're in our element. Yeah. But we've been doing it long enough to feel and understand that peace. That that's why you're so good at what you do and why you are, especially yeah. what you do. Because I'd be going down a hill, going. By the uh, way, I'm only on a two degree yeah. situation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, I was in the parking lot. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm doing, but it's unbelievable. I love the fact you said when you're on it, like you just all of a sudden you just zone out and you just Blanks. go. Yeah, mm. totally, wow. totally. Isn't that like the best feeling it's best ever? Feeling. Do you shoot with music in? No. Yeah, neither. Mm. Some people when, skate with music. Okay, in. It, it weirds me out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I even um, I've got used to driving and quiet too. Yeah, I, I do that. As, I find myself sometimes like out. that's if I'm driving home from work and it's like quiet. I'm like. Damn, I had a fucked up day. <laughs> you know, right? Just yeah. Sit in silence, but it's good. It's, I think it's okay. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or do, but do you do it sometimes? You realize that the music's not on. You yeah, know, those yeah, days yeah. Just yeah. Like, Oh crap! Oh, I'm not even listening. Have, right, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. yeah, I, I think with shooting, I want to be aware of what's going on around me, so I don't want the distraction. But I'm kind of a weirdo because when I walk or hike or run, I'm the same. Like I have to be aware and hear. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's how I feel like. Yeah, downhill skateboarding okay. or even riding. I ride a motorcycle quite a bit. And like, I know people that, you know, ride and listen to music or, or skate and listen to music. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. just like cutting one of your key senses. Like, right. yeah, yeah, you I lose awareness. Like, okay. I want to hear mm-hmm. if a car is coming up behind me, yep. honking at me. My friend on the board next to me is fucking yelling at me or whatever. Yeah. Um, I've definitely like, and I think probably this is the reason I've seen people get into collisions because of wearing music in and cutting oh, those. those right. That makes sense. Yeah. So we are, everybody has their own thing. Yeah. Like own thing. But then yeah. I know people, yeah, that can't skate without it. Yeah. So. It's yeah. almost like they put them in a different space. So yeah. I understand both sides. Of it, yeah, you know? totally. Um, we're going to get in this because it's all about the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just because of what you said right there. Yeah, so, sure. so guys, we're, as usual, we're jumping our episode right about now. <laughs> Liam, thank you for coming to the show. And we're yeah. at Sticky Pasta here in Las Vegas. And here's our episode today. It's called Heading Downhill Fast. When you feel the pressures of your day-to-day life starting to take toll, what do you do to escape and re-energize? Oh, you know? That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of like we were talking about earlier, I think three years ago, that, that my answer would be quite different. But these days, um, you know, uh, exercise and just general health, both mentally and physically, is super important to okay. me. So back, you know, uh, three years ago and, and prior, I was not taking care of my, my health at all. I was about 50 pounds heavier and what yeah i'll show you some photos yeah, afterwards I would never it's, even uh, that. it's it was pretty i've gross. seen you like naked on instagram <laughs> 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 i can't even imagine that. well yeah that, he's got like a six pack yeah and i would never even believe that you say yeah, that yeah, by the way it's quite quite a transition but yeah back then like yeah i wasn't taking care of my health it was overweight okay i was having stressful days and coming home and drinking fucking... but is this, is this at the start of when you started your business is that why you're saying or um what? the drinking kind of I mean, it started as a lot, you know, part of a pro skater lifestyle and then just sort of got worse and worse and worse and sort of got out of control. So it's sort of at different points in my life, it's been, it's had varying intensities, but yeah, I think, you know, the, 
running these businesses, it, it stressed me out. And the, the thing that I knew how to do to cut that stress was drink some beers yeah. after work. So right. that was the kind of go-to for me for a long time was to come home from work and completely numb my brain. And then, you know, I'd wake up the next morning feeling like shit, even more stress, get less stuff done. And it was just this sort of negative repeating cycle. Yeah. So definitely have broken that, um, in the last couple of years. And yeah. Um, when I need to unplug after a day, I like to go to the gym for, you know, an hour and eat something healthy. I'm not a complete fitness nut. I mean, I, I totally understand people that are, but yeah. I don't, I don't love being in the gym, but I know that being there or doing something active, being outside and then eating something healthy, um, and then doing something good for, for my brain, you know, and that could be a, a wide range of things like going to therapy, calling my mom and catching up with her or, trying to meditate, go for a walk, like anything like that okay. um, is good for my mental health. So I try and do at least one of each of those things every day to kind of keep myself in check, keep myself level. Do you um, get on a board like, like just for fun now still? That's a good I mean, question. I wish I could say yes and all the time. That's not quite the case. You know, the, the businesses keep me, keep me busy. Okay. Um, what's great about it is that I work in skateboarding and, and we're, you know, constantly trying to come out with new products and, and cutting edge products. So I, uh, I do skate still and often probably once a week or something like that. So I get out a lot, but a okay. lot of times it's related to work. So like, oh, we got these new wheels in, these new prototype wheels, these new sample trucks or a new board shape. And so I'll go out to, to test that stuff. Does so, it make you feel like a kid though? When you yeah, like, totally. Like, yes, we, new stuff. Yeah, we get like, yeah, we get, you know, we get something comes off like off a production line and we get to look at it and like no one's ever ridden this before. I definitely get that giddy feeling. Okay. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but it's nice to be able to still skate, even if it's not purely for fun. There is kind of some work aspect to it, reviewing products and stuff like that. It's uh, yeah, it gets me on the board. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love what do you it. like to do, Jamie, for your re-energizing and then getting out of your stress? You know. I mean. Um, I mean, a lot of people like trips. You know, I'm just saying, like overall, just in general, like yeah. we all have something like was we're I all think stressed it out. It, Change it's mm -hmm. constantly changing for me, like depending mm -hmm. where I'm at. So. I mean, I've found a lot of solace in making my blades recently, mm. so I'm I'm really looking forward to finishing my knife. Yeah. Um, when I'm in Hawaii, my girlfriends they want to lay on the beach all day and like drink. Well, I don't drink and I get bored. So like after like 30 minutes, I'm like, all right, I need to do something. Yeah, yeah I gotta. Too, so yeah. I'll go make friends and play volleyball <laughs> with someone, or you know what I mean. And they're like, where'd you go? Right. Or I want to like go on a hike. Like I just want to be active. Okay. I'd so, love just to interrupt that video where you and your friends were laying on the beach in Hawaii, and I don't know what you had done, but you like must have triple knotted like a bikini tie <laughs> and then, that did you see this i might have i think so and then like tried to get some i think random guy like hey yeah. can you put some like tanning oil and then this dude comes up and this thing is like tied super tight and he is fumbling for <laughs> quite a while mm -hmm. that was funny that's like okay so we do that every trip okay so every time we go to hawaii it's just like a thing that we do and it's just it's like a clip that's all it is okay. but for some reason oh guys, guys can't, can't can't fucking get the clip off okay. so we don't know if oh, so you're not like, even making it that hard no, for them no okay. we don't do anything okay but i think they i'm like hey can you rub this on her back? And they all look at me like, well, why can't you? you yeah, right, <laughs> and I'm right. like, I just don't want to move. And, you know, I just make up some stupid excuse. And it literally, I'm not even kidding you, will sometimes take them like two minutes to get the top off. It's, it's and yeah. so then my other <laughs> friends I felt, like, <laughs> I felt bad for this guy. I was watching these like sweating it. Like, yeah, yeah. we're like, well, we know that he's not getting your top off <laughs> yeah, anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can think what's going through their mind though at the same time. Uh, They're like, holy shit, this people are crawling. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. like, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Oh, for sure. Point. 
that's what I, I felt like. Just relax. Take a deep breath. My girlfriend oh goes, my here, let me help you out. She sprayed a little oil. And then it just made it worse. <laughs> worse she yeah. was like, I don't think it's going to come off. I'm like, oh, it'll come off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted so, your your unplugging. Yeah, no. Filling, but yeah. That was a good one. So, yeah. Well, things like that that, like, hey. entertain yeah. me. Like, yeah. I need to be, yeah. like, entertained. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, just busy, active. Like, I just don't like to sit still for yeah. too long. I think we're both Leos like that. And yeah. so it's the same for me. It's like when I have downtime, it's and I and I like being busy. Yeah. But um that's why I was asking you if you still like the skate and stuff. Cause me playing tennis sometimes I'm like, you know, I just want to put the rack down. But then mm-hmm. I'm like sitting around going, I could actually play some more. Like, you know, but yeah. for right. me so it's like or for me, like I said, I have to stay active all the time. If I sit around, even if I'm at home for like an hour or two and I'm like I have time to rest and I go, but I don't want to. And I get up and do something. That to me is still therapeutic for me because it's for me and not for anyone else. Yeah. So I think that's the things that I like to do as well. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. There's yeah. I'm pretty bad at sitting still. I'm a pretty extroverted person, like all planned days where I don't have anything on my calendar. I'm going to, I'm going to sit at home and like, you by myself, right? Like, make it like two hours in, and I'm like, <laughs> I, gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna yeah, go to the same or, way. Yeah, go for a hike, ride my bike, whatever. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's totally. Yeah, I but wonder it, but sometimes it if it's too. like, yeah, it does change. I wonder sometimes if it's like a downfall though. Like I'll be training with JJ, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You're done." Like, like go home, yeah. pack it up. And I'm like, I am. I still feel like I have more in me. Yeah. He's like, Jamie, cut it off. I'll leave and then go to the range, and he'll be like, "What?" are you at the range? Yeah. And I'm like, I had to get in like, you know, 50, hundred more rounds. And he was like, Jamie, cut it off. Yeah. yeah. You can definitely not call this but, one a quitter ever. Right, right, right. <laughs> not a quitter. Yeah, but I know what you mean. I feel like no. you so, kind of, our personalities, like, maybe we like naturally overextend ourselves. Yeah. It, like, and you know, you need the rest and get that, right. to, like to close it down. But yeah. it's, it's hard because, and then I know, I know for myself, what she just going off of what you said, and you're probably going to feel the same way is that when I go and do something else, even though it's therapeutic for me, I sit there and go, I have a back thing going, but you're not resting. You're not resting. Right. You need to get rest because tomorrow you're going to be busy again and you're yeah. not going to feel like you're re-energized. But I go, no, but you, I am. You yeah. know, I have to almost trick myself and say, I am going to be just fine. I'm just fine. Yeah. So, right. Because yeah. looking on the outside, someone like my girlfriend would be like, you didn't get any rest today? I thought you were saying, no, I did. I did this, this, this. this. Is, and yeah. to her, it's mm-hmm. not resting. Right. But to me, I'm like, that was bliss for me today. Right. Yeah. So, Even totally. like running errands. Right. Because I'm never really home oh. to run errands. That gives me huge peace of mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then I feel like I'm getting shit done, right. but I'm on my own time because right. I don't have to be anywhere. Right. So. Yeah. You get yeah. home at the end of the day, you feel like you've done a bunch. Your schedule's free. I, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm with you. That's, I'm that's like, a checklist. I yeah. can, Checkmark. I can yeah. stop at home goods today. Right. 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 <laughs> I know you've been around the world a lot. Where do you like to travel, by the way? Oh, um, yeah. I've traveled a lot for skating. I think mm-hmm. that... Uh, we're we talking about skating or just yeah, for fun? Just for fun now. Okay, I mean, yeah. For, for you. Fun, yeah. Um, one of the, my favorite places I've ever been was Cape Town, South Africa. Mm, um, that there, sounds the, the skating was really good, but just for more than that. Okay. I, I made some really great friends down there. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, kind of has a nice mix of everything. Um, you know, it feels a little European. Uh, still feels like you're in Africa. Okay. The, yeah, the scenery is beautiful. The food's super good. So yeah, I love I love South Africa. Um, I recently visited uh, Puerto Rico for a skate trip, and skating wise, that's in recent memory some of the most insane skateboarding that I've done, um, and also just a rad place to be. Okay, skating or not, I think we know? were going to be there the same time. Yeah, we were maybe supposed to, and then did your thing get? Um, JJ moved, went or? and I didn't go. Oh, you didn't go. Yeah, because <laughs> of the the COVID restrictions. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the quarantine. Yeah. Did you quarantine? 
Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yes. See, so a lot of people went and they didn't freaking quarantine. Yeah, yeah. So it, I guess it was like the honor system. Yeah, and it, I feel like that's the uh, COVID stuff, especially recently, has been like a lot of fluff. And then when you get to the place, it's yes, never it, as that's straight. That's what I tell everyone. As, right. Yeah, right. they're all like, how are you getting there? And I'm like, trust me, once you get there, it's fine. Right. But it, the media yeah. makes the perception that it's impossible to travel right. anywhere. Right. When all through COVID, I was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so. Yeah. You just yeah. make your way. Puerto Rico, yeah, Puerto mm. Rico and, and South Africa. And then one of the craziest places I've been is a, a little island called Reunion Island, which is off the east coast of Madagascar. Okay. It's in the Indian Ocean. Um, mm. And it's a small French, like uh, it, was, it was a French colony, and now it's a French protectorate, kind of the way Puerto Rico is to right. the right. U.S. Right. Um, and it was the wildest place. It's got two, the, the island is basically just two huge volcanoes jetting out of the, the ocean. And there's like a, you know, a huge road that goes around the ring of the island, and then just all these roads going up the volcano. So, it, I mean... We skated one road, I think it was 18 miles long with over 150 hairpin corners. Wow. Some of the longest, yeah, longest, most beautiful skating I've ever done. And the, and the culture is so cool because you're, you know, it's a little bit French feeling. People speak uh, French and there's lots of French influence, food and stuff like that. But you're also kind of in Africa. Okay. Um, yeah, that place was okay, rad. So I'd love to go back. Something like that, would you guys drive the road first before you i would assume before you just hop on your board and tackle it yeah that's a good question it sort of it depends that that place <laughs> look at this guy it depends that, that, i'm just gonna skate around well, the volcano yeah yeah uh that place we definitely had the luxury of like driving driving roads we had i think we were there for like two and a half weeks so we okay. had a ton of time um we didn't get the sense that police presence was super heavy there um so there, but there's definitely places, uh, for example, one of, one of the best places to skate in the world is Laguna Beach uh, in Orange mm -hmm. County. Police do not like you skating there. Same with uh, Oahu. There's okay. amazing skating in, in Hawaii, but the police do not like skaters. So any time we're hitting those places, um, we're going to just drop straight into the road without gotcha. looking at it. Like uh, it's got to be quick we got to be in and out. Okay. Yeah, because... Um, you know, we're not, we're, we're going on these trips. We're skating a lot of different roads. We don't, we don't have the money or the time to close them all down, get permits and stuff. So a lot of the filming that we do is pretty gorilla style. Um, so yeah, when it's, when it's somewhere like that, or we feel like weather's going to change super quick, it's going to start raining. Um, then we'll just, what we call on-site the road. So hit it without looking at it. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just point North. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, this one, we, we definitely got to check the roads out. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's do you have video awesome. of that? Yeah, we do. You oh, can check you it out if you look me. up. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But where can we find it? Yeah, if you go on YouTube listening? and you look up uh, Caliber Trucko, which is one of my brands, Reunion Island, and okay. you'll, you'll be able to find it. We did a three-part like trip video series from, okay. from that trip. That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And who picks the spots in that situation? The Madagascar. Yeah, trip? that's a good. That's a good question. At the time, we had a we had a team rider riding for us that was uh, just. You know, I think like nerding out on Google, okay. Google Maps was and finding like, just the most yeah, like crazy looking yeah. like lines squiggling down a you know a, a mountainside, okay. and, and so he was like, "Hey, I've done like legitimate research on this. I've looked at uh, topography and seen that these roads really drop in elevation, and Google Maps, the pavement looks good." Um, and so this this team rider really he led the charge on that one, um, and then otherwise. 
it, like I said, it's a, earlier, it's a small enough community that you kind of, you're sort of tapped into like, okay, where, what, what location this year is kind of the, has the best roads or are people really wanting to see people skate down or, right. or whatever. Um, so yeah, reunion was, was a crazy trip cause no other brand had gone there to, to skate. So mm. we were kind of the first ones to go there and, and, uh, film stuff. Um, but on the other hand, uh, for example, Asheville, North Carolina, mm -hmm. North Carolina as a oh, whole, yeah. there's really good downhill skateboarding there, but it's been hit by a lot. tons of different right. companies. Okay. You know, it's pretty accessible. It's in the U.S., but we've gone there and made some videos That's there. Where I'm going is... next week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And th is that where the, some of the knife stuff? Are they yeah, look, look they're based, based in... out of Asheville. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. That's rad. So it's beautiful there. Oh, yeah. It's so pretty. But now I'm going to think about you when I'm going around the thing. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, like is someone... <laughs> you might even see, no. I feel like Asheville right now probably has the like highest population or you know uh, yeah the largest group of downhill skateboarders okay. live really? in Asheville so you might even see some people it's a good time downhills. of year yeah yeah oh. yeah and it's a good time of year for it okay yeah. speaking of good time of year have you ever done during the winter time yeah we you know as growing up in California mm -hmm. uh, definitely stayed away from skating in the in the rain okay um, in the snow but you know I've, I've done Why? it just because it, it's cold uh, it's dangerous <laughs> it's dangerous yeah you like you pretty much have no traction on, on your uh, you know on over your wheels so you'll you know you see us hitting these corners and if you tried to skate those in the rain and go around that corner you would slide right off yeah. the road so right. there's like absolutely no grip and there's some little things that you can do to the wheels to give them a little grip okay. um, but for the most part you have no traction um yeah, everything's slippery. Everything's wet. It's I just, just I just want to see how far some people go in there in that sport. You know? Yeah, like, you know, no, there's yeah. definitely there's always I mean, somebody's always pushing the limit for sure. People mm -hmm. that live like I have team riders and friends that live up in like the Pacific Northwest where it's raining like 200 days a year or whatever, and they they're like super comfortable skating in the rain. They're yeah. good at it. Um, I've definitely even seen people up in like Canada and um, in Europe that are skating in snow and ice, and they add like basically spikes to their to their wheels to get like grip in the snow wow. that's not something it's it doesn't rain or snow enough in california for me to right. ever like <laughs> want to really try doing that so i generally stay away yeah but i'll probably get shit for saying that from like skaters up in seattle or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh my god so. all right anything else you want to ask Liam today um yeah i have a lot of questions that i want to ask oh, wow. him but okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm nervous. But um, yeah, I don't know if I should. Let's so. see. We're gonna we'll give you our, we'll give you our question today first. We'll okay. circle around back to things. So okay. I'm just gonna choose one. Let's see. Okay. Um, here's a good one. Um, Do you have these picked before? I just I, I just list, I just push up. I just grab yeah. And I just put a bunch on a page so I know I have enough for the day. Yeah. Um, all right. So here we go. Hi guys. Great show and thank you both. Work great together. So I'm female in my late 20s. I just want to casually mm -hmm. date, but I met these two guys who I get along with really well. I've now been on three to four dates with each guy. If I'm not looking to get, in, but I'm not looking to get into a serious relationship yet. Is it okay to continue seeing both of them? And if so, do I have to let them know that I'm seeing seeing other people? Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that's a super valid question and a situation that people find themselves in a lot. And I feel like the you know best policy is just like good open communication. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think you need to share, you know, if I'm trying to put myself in one of those guys shoes, right? Like if I was one of those guys, I wouldn't want to hear like every dirty right. detail, you know, like, oh, I went out with this other guy last night. And this is what we did or whatever. But 
as long as someone is being upfront with me, like, hey, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. I really like spending time with you, but I'm also dating other people. Well, then that kind of puts the ball in my court and I can choose whether to oh, take yeah, it or leave it. Yeah, I like that. You know, or yeah. take a step yeah, back. I think, you know, I, unfortunately, there's been times in my life where I've seen multiple people and maybe not been super honest about it. And that just always has made me super anxious, feel super bad. You know, you kind of feel like you're covering things up. Um, Even if you're not directly lying to the person, it still just feels weird. So I think, yeah, being straightforward about it, that's totally fine. All right. Yeah. I think this one has a career in dating podcast. (laughs) Right? That was a great answer. What about you, Chris? I'm agreeing with him 100%. It's like, he gave a great answer. I mean, it's that thing where you're right. I feel like you got to be straightforward and honest because eventually it does make you feel a little weird, especially when you're talking to one, hey, what are you doing tonight or tomorrow? And you're like, oh, I have another date. You know what I mean? Like you already have a date lined up and then you feel like you have to lie or whatever like that. But don't divulge too much, but just at least say, look, I'm just not looking for anything serious. I just want to see where this goes and just let's just see how it plays out if you're okay with that and let the person choose if he wants to continue down the path yeah, or not I think, right. so. yeah, I think that's all you need to God, say you're yeah. so smart for your uh, age yeah, so I appreciate yeah. it <laughs> well Jamie what's right. your as because it was a woman asking the question what was what's your Ooh, so I think um I'm always like if you don't want to know don't ask so I'm an open book straightforward yeah. but probably not something I would volunteer and I just mm. kind of go into it assuming um, no expectations and that they are dating because we're dating yeah. that I would just assume that right. they are dating yeah. someone else until um, the conversation comes up and yeah, I'm right. looking for something a little more exclusive. And remember, these are this is like the third or fourth date too. So it's a little different than the second <laughs> you, or first side because three yeah. or four, that means you're kind of into this person. Well, I don't know because remember, I was like hanging out with um, this one person. We were like dating. We probably okay. did like six dates after three yeah. weeks. And I don't know. Okay. See, but, me and Liam just know by then. We're at the, if we're on the three or four, I feel really? like I'm, if I'm on my fourth date with someone, that means I like that person. Yeah. You know? I, I guess for me, I, I think you're, yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. it's not casual in that sense anymore. It's like, okay, I, I like, let's see where this is going to go. But then there's someone else, I guess with this person saying, there's someone yeah. else that I she's guess, interested in as well. I guess my problem is, is I don't ever date in my city. Okay. So a lot of my dating has been long distance. Right. Which acquires a lot more time in dating. I, yeah. I see that as well. Yeah. So okay. I just, I don't know. Okay. I just hate to see, well, like to back, we, we probably answer as well. to answer her question, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't think that she's doing anything wrong. And then yeah. once, um, like if they ask, then you should yeah. be honest. But I don't know if I would volunteer and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm going on another date tonight. Like if yeah, the person right. asks, well, then of that's course what I meant you, if they you'd ask. be honest. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. But I don't think that it's something that you need to volunteer. And then as it gets a little more serious, like she's going to, pick or choose one or eliminate both or whatever. But I think it's a little uh, premature to have the combo. Right. Okay. All right. That's just my opinion. Well, that's the opinion of Jamie Villamore over here. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Liam are on the right pace. I mean, I like his answer (laughs) a lot. Great answer. Yeah. Um, But I don't think there's anything wrong with yours. I think there's definitely been times where I feel like I've gone on like seven or eight dates with someone and the, you know, the conversation that we have or the vibe just, we aren't sharing a bunch okay. of stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting pressed for questions like that, so I might not volunteer that information. Right. But where does that not, go, though? I mean, at that yeah. point, though, you're seven or eight, I'm like... Well, I, the, this is probably why we're not talking anymore. Okay, well, that's a good point. You know what that's I mean? Because yeah, so, I, I just needed something a little with a little more depth. Right. Yeah, and if you so. go in just saying, "Hey, look, let's just let's just have fun, da da da." I just I like you, but I like and I like what's going on, and let's just have fun. That's establishing at yeah. least a some. And that's sense at least of, what yeah. I, that's right. what I did with Joe, okay. and then. Clearly, that turned into like a year thing because when right. we first met, we're like, "Hey, no expectations. Like, you do you, I do me. I'll see you when I see you." 
And then after a while, like I didn't want to see anyone else. I get mm. it. Yeah. Like, mm. I just enjoyed my time with him so much that I, I'll wait until. All right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. You do you, boo. <laughs> 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 oh, hell no. <laughs> Travis, get no. that one on camera, John. One more time. You ready? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right guys liam is there anything you want to plug please plug your companies and just it's been a great day with yeah you. right on yes. no i mean I've, i so appreciate you guys having me you guys have been fun this thank is you. obviously my first time doing like a legit podcast really? like that. Oh, yeah, thank it's you been, it's been he great. called us legit people no, you guys are legit. You hear that, microphones no. and headsets yeah. <laughs> um, i feel bad like if i didn't talk about dating enough I no feel you, like you were right on good. yeah okay. you're right on we always say dating is a play on words yeah. so we're constantly dating in everyday life like whether it be business yeah that's true um, like all our relationships, mm -hmm. yep. like even if you're married, like we have people on the show that okay. are married okay, cool. and you should constantly be pursuing yeah. and, and we, dating. We cover and everything now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. especially because it's like hearing about your life. I mean, it, it all relates it to like in, our lives yeah, and totally. people yeah. listening are okay. just going to be like, huh, like how does this relate to me? And yeah. da, da, da. like you've said things, I'm like, wow, that's, that's relatable okay, for me. Cool. You know? right. so it, it all ties in. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, it makes us better people. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You crushed it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, sweet. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Wait. So now we have to ask, are you single? Yeah, I'm single. Oh, All right, okay. ladies, you hear this? Woo. He's a downhill single guy who like, has his own <laughs> business and he does. <laughs> yeah, this guy's going downhill. <laughs> <He's> going... <laughs> right? Oh my God. In a, very, in a very good way. This guy yeah, is a great guy it. here on our show today. Liam, Thanks. thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, so. yeah. But Thanks. please put oh. your businesses and all that job. Yeah, yeah. Um, businesses, if you're looking for skateboards, check out Prism Skate Co. Um, if you're looking to buy some good wheels, check out Blood Orange. And some trucks, check out Caliber Truck Co. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram and see all those brands. And, and we have everywhere. your hand up there, but please let yeah, the audio people uh, know. It's Liam find underscore LVDR underscore on Instagram. So yeah, find me there. And people check out his videos on YouTube and him skating, man. It's it's unbelievable. Like it'll literally make you like I was like like anxious for you. I was like, holy crap, it's so um, it's beautiful to watch, first of all, and your styling and just oh, it's just yeah. such a great thing to watch Thank though. You. It's Thank exhilarating you. and just Awesome. Flattering. Thank you. Now, I'm you're glad welcome. you watched the videos. I, I was just like, I watched like five or six. Uh, I couldn't turn really? it off. Oh, after thank you. So badass. He was. And then, but yeah. when you had, when I saw the one without the gloves on, when you just like helmet, yeah. all of a sudden, the end, you go, and, oh, I'm sorry, your thing on underneath the, the same was like, and I'm not wearing any gloves. How stupid of me or something. I was like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So There's one thing I want to say to you um, yeah. before this probably extended this, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's I what as as I was researching you you know what is it um Reddit Reddit I think sure. oh, yeah. had, this people were saying something about you and you're you, not a, not that's come back you put a quote on there and said hey guys you know for people who don't know me you know everybody because people won't always chime in when they don't know who you are I like, think somebody said oh yeah he's this guy that longboards downhill and he just goes by cars and like hits cars on the way and stuff like that and it's like and at first and I like your response saying look first of all I go you don't know who me and if I go if you want to ever meet me or hang out with me please please do please say hello to me da da he goes right. you realize that's it's just it's just a thing that I was doing that day, but don't don't judge me on just a right. certain instance. Yeah. I really love what you oh, wrote thanks. on that one too. Yeah, you know? just like yeah. you chimed into the haters. Yeah, no. sometimes I, I generally try and ignore that stuff. It it like sucks the life out of me, right? And yeah. So I generally ignore it. But if I see something that I feel like, hey, I could give a good response to this, where someone's like, oh, I've, you know. That guy looks like a fucking douche because yeah. of his Instagram presence or because of his videos blowing by cars or whatever. I'll chime in there every once in a while and just say like, hey, you know, this is what I do for, for work. It's, yeah. it's my type of skateboarding. You may not like it, but promise I'm not a, a bad guy trying to, you know, piss people off and 
harm people or d- be a douche. And if you ever see me at a skate event or on the street, like come say hi and let's right. let's chat. Oh, you know? that's like, awesome! I lo- like yeah. I almost literally wrote a response like right oh, on. Liam, and all of a sudden, I go, yeah. wait a minute. If I respond, that that was done in 2007. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, you know, I didn't touch it. So, but yeah, I really appreciate you doing that. That's that's so stand up and classy. You know, class act right there, man. Yeah, good for you. Appreciate it. I'm I delete and block. Oh, nice. I do do that too. Yeah, I mean, every once in a while, I will want to like chime in. Um, but most of the time it's like people, you just, you can't be like yeah. rational mm-hmm. with irrational. Yeah, right. So it's totally. not worth like my time or energy, but the fact that you did, I think that's really cool and says a lot nice. about your character. And said it in such a way where it was like, it was just the, tactful, the worst classy. person should be like, damn, okay, I, I get it. I should shut up. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, cool. and then for you to go back like that many years and see it too, and right. feel that way, there's probably like hundred more people that feel the same way. Yeah, that's true. Good wow. point. So cool. I should uh, take from this guy's book. I think you're a class up. Thank man. you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, I really appreciate yeah. you guys having yeah. me. It's been, right. it's yeah. been lovely. All right. You plug you, my dear. What do we got yeah. going on now? You guys, you can find me at Jamie <laughs> underscore Villamore. <laughs> um, yeah. And shout out to Howitzer for sending me some badass gear. And they also sent you some gear. So oh, nice. we'll, um, well, thank you. We'll Howitzer. get that for you. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, guys, you can find me at Fetch Sport or anything dating, at Dating Intelligence on social media. And thanks once again for an incredible show. Liam, thanks for coming on today, man. Thanks We're for having really me. An inspiration. Thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. it. All right, that's another one, guys. Wrap it up. 